Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, I want to talk about anger. You know what I'm talking about, anger, when you see something or someone and you turn flaming mad, your fists may clench and your eyes may squinch together and your teeth might grind a little bit, maybe not that dramatic, but you all know those feelings where something or someone is a, just sets you off and you can find yourself talking about that person for minutes and or hours if no one stops you <laughs> on end. Look, if anger is getting too much press, too much airtime in your life, let's talk about it. Let's get rid of anger. And we're going to talk about how to do that coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit the follow, subscribe button. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not designed just for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anyone who wants to make a big improvement in their personal or professional life. I find that people who are focusing on just general well-being and improvement have yielded so much more success for than those people who only just focus in on one part. So that's why the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is to help you support your mental health and well-being in all facets of your life. Okay? So if you have been listening and been enjoying the content that you've been receiving, make sure that you share this podcast with somebody else. You can also write a review. There is a link in the show notes below. If you would like to leave me a voicemail message, be sure to include your name and your hometown and what you've been enjoying from this podcast. That way other people can hear your thoughts and we can amplify the message. We live in a day and age where we are able to send through digital means information. So let's take advantage of these tools that our grandparents did not have advantage of. Or in case of some of our younger folks or great grandparents, it's so hard to believe, I guess a little sidebar note before I even say anything more, that I remember the first time that I had access to a computer and it was around 1993 and I remember playing Oregon Trail. Yes, on Oregon Trail on my on a Mac. It was in the school, and and then years years later, I would just send email messages via AOL. <laughs> so I know I'm totally dating myself, but I I just wanted to say that it's just so amazing how many things have has accelerated in the last 20, 30 years. It's just so amazing. So anyway, the whole point I'm trying to say is that we are able to connect with each other. We're able to share this message. We're able to be able to just do so many different things that we haven't been able to do in not that far back in the annals of time. So anyway, I just wanted to drop that. Now, if you're interested in learning more about me, Go ahead and check out the comment section. There's a, a connect button with me, info.denisechili.com slash connect, where you could be able to listen to other podcast episodes, read my articles, find my website, and anything else that may fancy you. So go ahead and check that out. What we're going to be talking about is an issue that I talk about in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I hop into your inbox and send you a personalized message and some 
questions to help you think about how you're living your life. One of the reasons why people aren't being able to find success success in their life is because of their inability to understand themselves first and understand others. Once we're able to have the language, have the tools to communicate and understand how we're feeling, we can be able to express our needs and get what we want faster without delay or stress. So check that out. Amazing attitude. I'm also going to leave a link in the show notes below if that is something that is of interest to you. Okay, without delay, let's kind of dive into today's episode. I like walking around the neighborhood where I live. And and as I walk, I have a fascination of looking at license plate numbers. You've all seen like some fun license plate numbers. For example, I'm just thinking of some off the top of my head. The number 4FS and then sake S-A-K-E, and some other ones that would say O-H-Y-N-0-T. This is O-Y-N-O-T. And one particular tag that I keep seeing over and over again is this tag that literally says stubborn. That's all it is. And as I look at that stubborn, I thought how interesting that you wanted to forever immortalize everywhere you drive and anywhere you place a car visibly that you want people to know that you are stubborn. And that just got me on this idea today that I want to share with you about anger. And I've, I've realized that a lot of people wear anger as a badge of pride. Because when you think about stubbornness and frustration, they all kind of link together with anger. And anger, I think of anger as an onion, where when it's not really just the anger, behind the anger is disappointment. Behind the disappointment is resentment. Behind the resentment, it's feeling uncertainty. There's so much things packed in. When I think about stubbornness, I think about a form of anger, a form of resistance. And as human beings, one of the things that we struggle with the most is anger. And I and I believe the reason why we struggle a lot with anger is because it is a reflection of our inability to accept reality. For a lot of us, the only thing that we want above all things beyond making more money and feeling fabulous and wealthy and sexy is things not changing. Once we get comfortable into something or someone, we don't want anything to change. One of the things that I hear a lot with some of my clients who have kids is as soon as they're, they're especially their kids hit around that prepubescent those ages around eight to 10. And they say, my kid is acting out. They're being rebellious. And upon closer inspection, just kind of as I'm talking with some of them and listening to their frustrations, a lot of the root reasons was they're not acting the way that I'm accustomed to. And I don't understand how to deal with them. When they were little, they never complained. They didn't, under, they didn't use fancy words that they got from school. In fact, sometimes they might be saying words that you'd even think they knew. You know, you know what I'm saying? So for us as human beings, anything that disrupts the flow 
or anything that makes us feel uncomfortable, uncertain, and makes us feel frightened. And that frightenedness can bubble into uncertainty. That uncertainty can bubble into anxiety. It can bubble into irritability. And then if unleft, if left untreated, if not left examined or discussed, or it turns into, it turns malignant. Am I saying that right? Malignant? Basically, what I'm trying to say, it turns cancerous, okay? And it can infect all other parts of our lives, how we deal with our clients, how we deal with a partner, how we deal with our neighbor. That attitude of irritation and frustration can really do a lot of damage to all parts of our lives. So when I see people celebrate their irritability or their attitude or just their stubbornness or some other type of emotions, I'm literally concerned from them. It's not cute to me. And I realize that birds of the same feather flock together mean that you may not you may have all your friends around you who are just irritated and cantankerous and frustrated around you, and that's their normal steady state. But what I'm trying to tell you is that as you get healthier mentally, as you start understanding yourself and your motivation and understanding how to communicate with love, there's three forms of communication that we have in this world. You can intimidate with threats. Meaning that if you don't do this this way, I'm not going to play with you. I'm not going to work with you. I'm going to take my account away from you. I'm not going to pay you anymore. I'm not going to spend time with you. You could seduce with guilt. Well, I would spend time with you if you did blah, blah, blah. Or don't you remember all the times where you messed up? Blah, blah, blah. Or I can't believe people like you would blah, blah, blah. That's seduction with guilt. Or we can communicate with love. Meaning that you have every right to not be honest with yourself. However, the cost of that is my inability to connect with you authentically. As an example, oftentimes when people are unable to recognize and understand the power of negative energy, right? Energy, when I say negative, I'm talking about the things that push people away versus the energy that pulls people in, magnetize. That is what I'm talking about in our time with one another. So often we have justified anger as something to be praised, something to be glory. We think about the movie Mean Girls. We think about all the bad guys in the the movies and stuff like that, the Joker and all these other characters. And we think that's something to be praised or the anti heroes that we see in superhero movies and I, and somehow we praise it as somehow it's okay to be cranky and mean and dissatisfied because well everybody around us is doing it but are they really happy they may be having heart problems they might be have high blood pressure they may be literally a couple of blowouts away from a stroke i remember just today, never forget this. I'm walking around in the grocery store and I see this woman and she's with her kid and she has the meanest disposition. She had a scowl on her face and all her energy was just so anger, so much anger. And who knows what with her partner, with her career, with her finances, with whatever. And it was almost like she had this 
You know how you've been around people and they have this ray of sunshine around them? She had a storm crowd brooming over her head. I heard the thunder cracking and I saw the raindrops piling around her. And even though I tried to crack a smile, I didn't want to be anywhere near around this woman. And so the reason why we're talking about this anger is we may be repelling people unconsciously through our attitude. And... And this, I want to bring up a subject that needs to be brought up. And I know I might offend some people, but oh well, this is what I need to talk about. Within specifically African-American culture, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of attitude. And part of it, they would say, is due to racial issues of the past. Slavery, discrimination, biases. Now, I'm just going to be full disclosure and talk about this with you, that I am the child of of Pan Am babies, (laughs) meaning that my family got on a Pan Am flight in the late 60s, early 70s, and I wasn't exposed to the civil rights. I didn't have a family that grew up directly receiving that type of discrimination, wasn't part of redlining, wasn't part of Jim Crow. That wasn't part of my history. So I wasn't growing up being told stories about how you more or less have to have a chip on your shoulders that as a minority that's non-white living in America, that you have to be angry and you have to have an attitude and you have to be strong. And when I look at certain people, specifically African-American, but any, it could be anyone, and they've got that visible chip on their shoulder, and it screams of issues of unresolved poverty, screams of on inability to ex- express or receive any form of healthy communication with parents or with themselves. I see so much generational damage. And I want to tell you, it's not healthy. Well, it's normal. My, You may have seen relatives and cousins and all these other people have that type of disposition. It's not healthy. I just wanted to stand up and say that because I've been seeing it too many times and I don't believe that it does anyone else to say, well, I've been hurt. I've been injured. My family's been hurt and injured and everybody's better back the F away from me. How is that helping you? How is that being helpful to anyone? And saying, well, you all just better get used to it. You better have cultural sensitivity because we have to, we've had all this discrimination does not solve the issue about the anger. So this is what I'm talking about. The, the, you have every right to hold on to the anger, but you have every right to understand that there's high costs for that. And while it may feel be glamorized from culture, it may be glamorized from friends and family, may be glamorized by other sources, I'm here to tell you that it is not healthy to you physically in terms of your body, how it functions, because our body is not built to hold on to too much elevated levels of cortisol, adrenaline, okay, norepinephrine. Those are stress hormones. They will literally age the crap out of you and cut your life in short by sometimes perhaps a a third of your life. I was reading an article 
the other day in the Wall Street Journal, and it was talking about women making the decision to embrace their grain hair. And I remember I was just reading, as I was reading the article, they were showing different photos of different women with their hairs in varying states of grain. And there's this one woman who was explaining about how she was making the decision to go gray despite the fact of any fears of not being, fears of ageism. And I remember as I looked at the photo, thought the woman was in her early 60s then i read the next then i read the description about how the woman was 43 years old the woman was 43 years old and she looked like and she was in her 60s this is what stress does to you this is what untreated anger does to you it literally zaps away your youth and not only that it just literally on a cellular level is destroying your DNA. So I, I don't want to just hammer too hard about that, but I just want to paint through the picture that while it may feel normal, it it may feel comfortable for you because you've been carrying around so much anger because of your upbringing or your culture or unresolved issues, it's not helping. So today we're going to be talking about how to get rid of this because it's toxic, because it needs to go in order for you to live your best life. So I have three things that we're going to be talking about in order for us to work through that. And I just have to say that this is not easy for a lot of us. We have been practicing being resentful and bitter and frustrated and holding grudges because we've been conditioned to and we just think well that's just who i am well baby it's not who you are we all didn't pop out of our mother's womb clenching our fist and looking angry or maybe you did i don't know i don't i didn't see your birth fit, baby pictures but what i'm trying to say is that we are built to receive love and to give love that's why we're connecting with each other. That's why you you decided to grow your business or have a family or whatever state you decided to have community because you are built for connection. And I don't want you to be under the shackles, under the enslavement of resentment and self-loathing and pity. That's no way to live unless you want to work your way into an early grave. So we're going to be talking about certain ways that we can get into where we need to be. And the first step is I want you to accept reality. And let me explain what I mean, accept reality. Cause you may be going like, I know I'm alive and I'm listening to you, Denise. So what, what are you talking about reality? When I'm talking about reality, it's accepting that you, my dear, are a finite human being living in a imperfect world with other finite fallible human beings so we're all finite fallible human beings interacting with each other in a flawed messed up world as such you holding people to a level a degree of perfection to which you can't even accomplish all the time is asking for misery okay so what i want you to do right now is i want you to ask yourself gee man Am I holding myself up to these impossible standards? Where the heck are they coming from? Are they coming from my mom? Are they coming from my dad? Where are someone close to my family that always told me to hurry up, be perfect, never complain? 
where we always had to make sure that we looked good to hide and mask away the insecurities. Let's get real here on this. Because for a lot of us, the reason why we're so angry beyond measure is because we aren't getting what we want or we were told to be pissed off and angry because all the other people around us were pissed off and angry. And we thought that's the only way to live. And it's not. Anger is a choice. I remember when I was in 12-step recovery program, they, that, we had slogans all over the walls about different things. You know, take things easy, you know, one day at a time. And I remember just not accepting the fact that I could be gentle to myself and be gentle toward other people. That hard-nosed approach was all it did was created those boundaries, those emotional boundaries and distance so that I could not be intimate with other people. I remember uh, when I was in another therapy session, you know, someone was explaining intimacy and they said intimacy in to me see. And so when we create boundaries and blockades with resentment and frustration and irritants, we're basically saying, I can't trust myself nor you to work through this difficulty. Therefore, I'm going to erect boundaries and borders to keep everyone the heck away from me. And I understand there's some people who just aren't trustworthy. I'm not saying that we need to be emotional and intimate with every single person that comes through our path. Some people lack the capacity nor the skills to process how you're feeling, despite the fact that you're listening to me every <laughs> every other day. They still not are able to understand what you've been communicating with love rather than with intimidation or guilt. Totally get that. I'm only talking about having that form of compassion towards people who are able and willing to accept who you are. And a lot a lot of people may not accept the new version or the version that you want to become. And I want you to understand that holding them in contempt is not going to help you. All right. So accepting reality means that you accept that you're imperfect. Other people aren't. And as such, we're going to connect with people authentically who have demonstrated through their behavior, through their words and their actions around you that they are able to receive healthy communication. Okay. now, the next thing that I want for us to be talking about is I want to have our gratitude list. An attitude of gratitude is so crucial if we want to get rid of anger. It is impossible to be in the presence of anger and having gratitude at the same time. They're they're mutually exclusive. You can't say, I'm grateful for the ability to have a good plate of food while saying, this food sucks. (laughs) Like you can't do that. You're either grateful that you have the food or you're not. You can't be critiquing food. I remember... When I was working at FEMA in federal agency, and I remember being ex- exposed to many meals ready to eat MREs, and I remember they were showing me these kind of freeze dried food of mashed mashed potatoes and steak or 
meatballs and sauce and pasta and there's all it's just dehydrated stuff the same kind of stuff that the astronauts use and basically if you're on the desert or some godforsaken place and you don't have access to a microwave or a stove or whatever you can literally pop these things in under a fire or whatever they they can be or they could be rehydrated with water. I don't know. It just depends on the dish. And I remember thinking to myself, this is so gross. <laughs> this is so gross. And I remember talking with it with someone who actually consumed them. They said, when you're on the desert and you don't know when or how you're going to get back, you're grateful that you have some meals that you can eat. And that was so humbling to hear him speak from experience that... It was something that provided nourishment in a place, in an area where he was totally uncertain whether or not his nutritional needs would be provided for. So for so many of us, we're not appreciative of the family that love and care about us. We're not appreciative of the clients that we have. We're not appreciative of the love that we have from kids. Even if they're acting crazy, they're still paying attention to us. We're not appreciative of all the little tender mercies that are around us. So I, my dear, please look around you right now. And you probably can spot all these 10 good things that's going right in your world right now. That helps ward away the anger. Because when we're in that state of anger, it means we're choosing to focus much more of our time on everything that's not going well and ignoring all the good things that are going. It's amazing. Our brains, it takes a tenth of a second for us to recognized and processed through our sensory cortex, the little part of our brain that recognizes that something's bad or not going wrong. But it takes 10 to 20 seconds to recognize something positive. And part of it is the evolutionary design from from our ancestors during those caveman days to recognize, oh, the saber-toothed tiger is coming after us. Oh, it's rain, it's hailstorm, let's go out for shelter. So our brains are wired to think negatively. And the more you pay attention to something, the more it blows up. And so for a lot of us, it's literally retrain our brains to think more positively. So the more you focus on and being grateful, the easier you're able to recognize the good things that you've got going on. And the last thing is I want you to practice compassion toward yourself and others. This is part of the whole part of understanding that we all sometimes mess up. Sometimes we play the fool and sometimes we need to take a break. Sometimes we need to recognize that other people need to take a break. Sometimes we need to be honest about our expectations. For a lot of us, we've been surrounded by so many people who expected everything all at once, all the time, perfection without delay and not complaining me, 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 now, 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 this, 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 now, 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 now. This whole idea that instantaneous gratification and as a consequence, we are mad as hell if people don't roll over and do what we want instantaneously. Or let's be honest, we have set ourselves up to be irritated on cue. I, I remember... I was waiting on the phone to talk to some customer service rep about something that I bought. I, I think I wasn't even on the phone for like, waiting on the phone for like five minutes. And I remember when the phone picked up, I'm like, hi, blah, blah, blah here. Thank you so much for waiting. I hope this wasn't, a, this wasn't an inconvenience for you. 
And I thought to, and I said, it wasn't an inconvenience. I didn't wait long. And I heard a sigh, an audible sigh on the other side of the line. I could just imagine this person being yelled at and having all sorts of insane type of communication because this person was so accustomed to belligerent, angry people who didn't get what they wanted instantaneously. And so this whole idea of having compassion for yourself and others is understanding that things and people they all break down. We all need to take a rest. Now, I'm not saying that we should accept accept people to be lazy or slothful or incompetent. I'm not talking about that. But I want us to all understand that some things happen. I remember I had an assistant working with me once and her dog died. And she was unable to do certain things for a few days while she was making arrangements for getting the dog cremated and stuff. I mean, life happens. And for us, we have to show compassion first for ourselves and recognizing that we are finite, fallible human being and having compassion for others. And that means that we need to have reasonable expectations of what can and cannot be done. For a lot of us, especially as entrepreneurs, we're expecting over the first two years that we're going to be able to make tons of money and we're going to be on fortune 100 and or Forbes or whatever and we're going to be rolling in the dough and the reality is for a lot of years you're going to be ignored in the beginning unless you've got huge connections and a huge built-in name from from your a prior venture but for a lot of us we're grinding it out have compassion for yourself I understand that you may have seen other people say and brag on social media where I work 70 hour work weeks how come you aren't well I can't because of other commitments that I value. So have compassion for yourself, my dear, and understand that while other people might try to shame you because of their own failed mismanagement, poor boundaries for their own, maintaining their own emotional and physical, spiritual health, that doesn't mean that you have to go along for the ride as well, okay? Now let's recap everything that we've talked about because I know there's a lot being packed in. So first of all, I understand that you may have seen people culturally and your family, your friends glorify anger, glorify resentment and irritation and all that stuff. But I'm here to tell you that it's not cool. It causes damage to you emotionally, physically, psychologically, spiritually. So let's put an end to that. And oftentimes this anger, there's so much behind the anger. And I, and I mentioned that amazing attitude will help you be able to have the communication skills, but not everyone was not be able to, for whatever reason, able to understand and relate with you. And that's okay. What we need to do is accept reality. Reality means understand that we are finite, fallible human being. And so they, so are other people. Give yourself time to rest. Give yourself time to put things in perspective. Give yourself time to think the long term, especially for entrepreneurs, because for a lot of us, we've been having this fantasy that we want everything all at once instantaneously. And some things are works in progress. So be patient with yourself. Well, as you listen to this, was there something that you need to do in order for you to let go of that anger? Let me know send me a message. I'm going to leave my link in the show notes below. And if this episode was very helpful, be sure to share this with somebody else. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.